0: Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply.
1: All right.
0: Ooh, it's springtime, maybe. You know, spring is, um, if you don't know what spring is, it's when winter kind of gets lazy. And winter, you know, winter kind of falls asleep at the wheel. And, uh, and spring starts to perk up. You know, spring is that time you can hear, um, you could hear flowers start to put deodorant on. You know, they're about to, they're thinking about popping back out into the world. Showing, just flexing them petals, baby. You know, if you put your ear up to the snow right now, you can hear... You can hear little animals start to yawn a little. You might hear a chipmunk do a.
2: <sighs>
0: he's thinking about popping out, you know, doing something. Maybe looking for a little dip monk, you know. He he's thinking, oh, I'm gonna get out, maybe and meet me a woman. It's that time, almost. And that spring, if you think, you know, you can hear. You could hear water start to kind of. You know, because you could hear on a mountain, you could hear a mountain. If you put your ear up to a mountain, you could hear it saying, oh, you know what? Fuck all these uh, skiers and snowboarders. I'm about ready to drip out, make a stream, uh, and do something different. That spring, if you look in the up in the trees, sometimes you could, you'll see a hole in a tree. Go peek in there. And you'll see a couple of birds in there doing it wildly. And doing um, maybe doggy style or something. I don't know if birds do doggy style. That seems really, but that seems like the dark arts right there. But it's that time of year. You'll see a uh, you know, you'll see an otter kind of get, getting out of a sleeping bag. That's spring, baby. It's here, and I'm here, and so are you. Let's go. That's a little, uh, that's that beautiful Diddy. That's that beautiful Diddy. And that's by Tiny Sandhu. And Tiny Sandhu's a, well, we don't know what he is. Tiny Sandhu is a man who makes melodies somewhere in the great beyond. And he sent them to me through email. And in the old days, now we have email. In the old days, you may see a donkey come up and a letter will fall off of his back. You may have a black uh, uh, a black raven or something, or a dark bird or something. You know, a, a flamenco negro. You know, fly by and just you know, um, just spit up a secret. You know, you then you then and that evolved eventually. You had the U.S. postal system and everything, and now we have email. Which, when you think about it, email. It's a lot more direct, you know, to think that in the old days, if you wanted to send somebody an email, you had to give it to a man who you didn't know. Who may have been who knows doing what. You know, he might have been doing dope. He might have been doing uppers, downers, rounders, whatever side splitters. He might have been doing anything and trust that that bad boy was going to drop off the things you needed to say to somebody else. Jeez, that seems that seems old school. But uh but now we got email and it's the direct. It's basically an, ele- an electronic system that says, "Hey, fuck that other guy that used to run it over there." And that is a uh, tiny sand who who sent that in, "Thank you for that." And that was a Valentine's Day hitter he sent us and that's more than words. That's a cover of the famous song, More Than Words. And uh, and Tiny also, we'll put a link at the bottom too. You can check out some of his other stuff and other things he sent over over the time period of this podcast. And he was a man, he's a secret man. We've never met him, never seen him. And what is he? When you think of a Tiny sand, who it could be anything. It could be a man that's four inches tall and wears a... Uh, you know, Birkin stocks and jumps, you know, and he has a guitar on the ground and he just jumps from, from, uh, he, he jumps from, uh, chord to chord and does it all with his feet. He could be, you know, he could be something as secret as that. That's Tiny Sand Who. And, um, man, I'm here, man. I'm making it through the day, thawing out, bro, winter. We we trying to get you to give up, big daddy. Because I have more of a body type. That's I don't know if I have that winter body type. You know, I got that thick upper crust. You know, I have the... Uh, everybody knows I got the heart of a lesbian. My father told me that when I was very young. And even wrote it one time at a napkin. On a bar over there at Tony Padone's Bar. And over at the Stinking Onion. Which were a couple of small outfits over there near us in Covington Louisiana he would write it on a napkin to remind me a couple of things about myself i needed to remember and i have also you know i got just that thick upper i got that thick that uproar that top that girdle you know i'm front axis i'm two wheel drive and it's i'm front i'm front wheel drive you know if you if you put my body in the shop the guy would be like well, where the hell is the back wheels we ain't got him, Daddy. We ain't got him. My torque is up top because I have that chest. It looks like if you look like I took a like a big inhale and never let it out, like I was smelling something, and just never decided what what never could figure out what I smelled, and so I've never let it go. I've always been like that. I've always had that, just that girthy. That forthright kind of, those tit fields, you know, the chest and the torso. I probably have 60, 70 ribs in me. You know, I I know I've said it before, but if you beat me open, you'll hear, you know, you'll definitely have a, uh, you'll have a black family show up at a park with a bag of uh, briquettes, baby, because it's time to grill, you know, when daddy, when they split me open. Because I'm going to feed the world, baby, with these ribs. So, but happy springtime. Thank you, Tiny, for that hit. Thank you for dropping us that audio right into us. More than words. More than words. Uh, I just got back. I was in Oroville. And we went down over there, myself and Ari Manis. And, man, we, we we got at it over there. They're one of the oldest Chinese food restaurants, Tin Wan Fook over there. And them people ain't Tin Wan Fooking around, dog. They got that old, bro, they got fucking raven. They got, you know, raven ribs up in there. You go in there, they got a damn. You could have half a bat wing and some orange marmalade, bro. $6, dog, right out the gate. Dude, you, you could have a Chinese lady come up and just spit in your mouth for half a dollar. What is that, bro? And you could get that super fortune cookie at the end, dude. Some guy comes out with a fucking blade, pokes you in the uh, ass, and tells you a secret, bro. I never knew my sister. You're like, damn, okay. And that's five bucks. That's that finisher. It's that kind of place, man. They got the oldest... I think it said it's 115 years old, the Chinese food there. So if you want to fill your mouth with that, you know, with those, the original, you know, something that's just fresh off the boat. Man, you could taste the salt water in it. Then that's the place over there to get into that. Um, But we had fun over there. I got some shows coming up. I'm going to let you know right now. Uh, February 20th, 21st, and 22nd. This coming weekend, I'll be in Toronto. February 27th. Uh, red bank new jersey february 28th oxen hill maryland february 29th newport news virginia uh, that's almost sold out uh, everything else is sold out and then we got the castle theater out there in uh kahului hawaii and that is going to be march 7th and that's what it is baby that's what it is uh, I've got to let you know too, man, a, this episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. And look, everybody's got that wiener that doesn't want to commit to an erection. Everybody's got it. Rarely do you see, do you see a man with the full meat that men of yesteryear had. I mean, your da- your granddaddy, you, if he heard a woman's name, if he saw a woman's name written on a wall when he was driving by it, he'd, he'd spring meat. He'd pop beef, bro, but we can't do that now. We don't have it. The DNA we have now where, you know, everybody's doing more online gaming, modern warfare, than they can. People see their wife and they say, oh, look, can we just do modern warfare instead of do, you know, do that freaking, that low body attack, sex. Well, do you remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now, you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed and anywhere, really. You could take your meat everywhere as long as your legs are working. Bluechew.com. That's blue like the color. Blue, tre- blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, Cialis. You could take them anywhere, daytime, nighttime. Hell, you could be in a time machine and pop two of them bitches, bruh. And show up in the 1800's with that magic wand. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians. So you don't have to go to the doctor. Or wait in line at the pharmacy and lie. Oh, these are for my cousin, man. These are for my stepdad. Dude, you ain't buying fucking dick hitters for your stepdaddy, bruh. Nah. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners, because we want you to have strong meat. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code Theo, to try it. It's free. BlueChew, the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Oh, yeah. The XFL is going on. I know Nick went to a game. Producer Nick went to a game. Maybe I'll get him in here in a little bit and we'll talk about it. Um, What did I do? Yeah, we went up to Orville. And we got into it. They had a lot of people came out. Uh, Nancy came out. This lady, Tall Nancy. And she had a damn... uh, She did a homemade sweater. I forgot to get a picture of it. It said gang on the front. And that was beautiful. Uh, We had... Two fellows came out, one of them had a, they they were brothers, and one of them had a nervous condition, and they had a, um, one of them had an HC on him, bro, a hermit crab, and he showed me that bastard, bro, and that was beautiful. So I love that. If somebody, especially a beautiful thing is to sneak a pet in, and after the show, if we're doing, you know, a meet and greet or hanging out, show that, yeah, that surprise pet. But spring is in the air, it's that time, man. It thinks, you know, this is when the when the when the, the things that we were thaw out. You know, this is the time when uh prosperity, this prosper is in the air, this possibility. You know, something could happen, man. You spit a sunflower seed out of a car window, and four years later you could have a beautiful damn half a bouquet right there. Because that's this time of year. There's fertility is in the soil. New you could masturbate behind a damn uh 7 Eleven. And who knows, but you might show up fucking nine years later and you got a you know a kid that's never been to kindergarten back there. So there's possibility, man. There's you know, there's possibility for some new things right now. And that's built in. That's built into the world. That's crazy, isn't it? Isn't that wild, bro? Imagine if you were one of the first people ever. You know, and I don't know who they were. Probably Indians or Native Americans. You know, who knows, man? Probably could have been anybody, dude. Probably a white guy wearing like a a cheetah. Or, you know, a couple brothers out there doing something exotic, bro. Doing some wearing some seashells and stuff over their fronts but imagine you were out there early times and winter happened you had no idea you thought things were going well and then bam dude everything's frozen you're white you're for everybody and then bam again springtime ta-da is back So that's really something. Could you even imagine the first time at first everybody was like, oh man, the world's ending, it's over, blah, 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 I'm cold. You know, Janet's frozen. And then bam, boy, they hit you with that surprise. Springtime. That opportunity for something new. Uh, We had some calls that came in. Um, Yeah, what's going on I'm trying to think about in my world? You know, I remember... I was thinking this week about kissing, you know, when you kiss somebody. And kissing is when you put your mouth against somebody else. And that's, I could only imagine the first time somebody said, hey, let me know if you feel anything about this. And then they just did it. You you know? Somebody said, hey, let me just put my mouth against your face or something, or your neck, bro, and see if you feel something. And I wonder if you did it on a, you know, some dude probably started trying it on his buddy who was nervous. Like, hey, let me try it on you a couple times, and then I'll run over there to Dorothy, you know. So some guy maybe had a real nice friend, and he let him try that. Let him just try that peck, that peck. Just sprinkling that pecoroni all over him. Just just kind of nibbling on his neck. Because you had to practice somewhere. You know, you had to practice kissing. Nobody goes right out there first time. And just drops that face onto somebody else. What? Who are you, Ted Bundy? Dude, you can't do You got to practice. And dude, I remember when I was young, we would get like a pillow, you know. And uh, my buddy, and I'm just going to say his middle name, Patrick, he would come over and we would get these pillows, dude. And we would lay next to him and just be like erotic, you know. And, uh, And our bodies, man, my body would get so hard right in the middle, dude. God, I just didn't know what was going on. And I didn't know that the devil and God were just fighting inside of my penis at the time. And it would just be so, and the first time we were supposed to just be kissing our pillows, my buddy would lay over on my brother's bed because my brother wasn't living with us and I would lay on my bed. And we're supposed to just be kissing our pillows and pretending they were these girls that we liked. But nine seconds into it, dude, you know what I'm saying, things have escalated. You know, we go on a second base, third base, fourth base, fifth base, sixth base. You know, then you got Pedro Martinez beating the shit out of Tommy Lasorda. You know what I'm talking about, boy. Young Bucks just, you know, just vibrating against the pillow, man. Just... And your body, man. You had so much... My God, dude. I could hotwire a damn... uh... Dude, I could hotwire one of those... You know those little carousels outside of a... um... Outside of a grocery, I could hotwire one of them bitches with my, with the, just the vitrocity that was in my damn pecker at the time. And my buddy would come over and we would just practice on them. But then you had to do kissing, you know, and like you practice on the pillow, but something wasn't enough. And in Louisiana, they, it's an oyster country. You know, some, certain areas have a different animal. You know, uh, certain places you have a different type of animal. Oregon, you got a little, maybe a woodchuck doing something. He's over there, you know, he have a a toothpick in his teeth. And he's picking wood out of his teeth because he's been chucking it. Like, dude, this is a real double entange. And then other places, you know, you go to um, Spoon River, Illinois, and you got a damn catfish, that bullhead, baby, just swimming. And you know how a catfish happened, man. A cat and a fish, dude. That's why that kind of, you just got to be careful when you let these animals cross-pollinate. You know, because it it gets too crazy. If a, let me tell you this, if a falcon and a bumblebee do sex, that's going to be lights out for the rest of us, bro. Imagine a falcon shows up with that powerful ass, baby. That's going to be risky. But I'm saying every place had a different animal. You got a different animal here. You got a bullhead catfish over there in Illinois. You know, up in uh, Wisconsin, they got that little uh, milk snake. You know, you go down to uh, Nevada, they got a uh, scorpion. You know, they got MS-13 down there. You know, you go to um Philadelphia, they got brotherly love. They got uh what else? They got a couple real pasty white dudes in a um in a Darren Sproles jersey. You know, every place has their animal. And so the animal I'm thinking of, what was I talking about? Oh, so in Louisiana, we had an oyster And we would practice kissing, man. We would get an oyster. And you get it open, man. And then you got to get it out of there. And I always felt bad taking an oyster out of his little house, man. I felt kind of bad about that shit. I remember one time we went over to the Presbyterian church and I told that man. I said, man, we've been taking these oysters out and, and pretending they were tongues and kissing them, you know. And that dude, honestly, man, I think, I, I, I no joke, I remember, I think that preacher told me I was a piece of shit. But he also, I think he kind of winked at me a little bit. So, you know, 50-50. But, uh, but that was what we would do. We would get that oyster and you'd practice because you could put the oyster, <clears throat> oyster in your hand like it was a tongue. And so you'd throw that oyster in the microwave for about 11 seconds and get it warm enough. Put it in your hand and you could practice the kissing. And God, I mean, it wasn't ideal, but it was way better than kissing on your buddy's neck a little. But that was, you remember kissing, practicing kissing? How'd you practice? Hit the hotline. Let me know how you practiced kissing. Nine eight five six six four nine five zero three. Because we practiced a couple ways, man. My one friend, um, he, he would come over, this boy Jeremy. And he was born with some different deficiencies, but... He'd pop through and we put a bunch of perfume on his neck. And then kind of practice kissing a little bit. But not, not gay, not like in a gay way. We'd even put a bag over his head and draw like a woman on the sides of the bag. You know, and you could still smell the perfume and you could practice. You know, pretend, oh, hey, Katie, or hey, Charlotte. You know, hey, Regina. You know, hey, Chandris, what's up? And then you could practice, you know, kissing. But the big thing was to get that oyster and heat that thing up in the microwave for 11 seconds. Get that thing tongue temperature. And then you would practice just. But man, I remember that being young, bro. God! Man, and you just, God, you just lay. I remember just laying outdoors sometimes and just, just, just just thinking about all the women that probably wanted to have sex with me oh jesus christ anyway man we got a lot of calls at uh and a lot of those women most of those women never never really did bro so but hey look i thought it man i thought it i put the thoughts out there i planted the seeds out into the universe baby it's seeding time It's spring. Get out there. Put something new in the dirt. Try something different. Tell somebody, take a chance, you know. You know, I'm tired in my own life of just... I'm tired of sometimes not taking some chances. I don't take a lot of chances, really. Man, I want to take some chances. I want to to put something in the ground. I want to say, hey, you know, I'm tired of... Just rambling out here in the wind, I'm tired of sucking on oysters. I'm ready for some real tongue. You feel me. gang um let's get, let's take a call that has coming in. I'm going to let you know as well though that this past weekend is brought to you by Skillshare Skillshare and look, we've talked about this. Skillshare is one of our premier uh, primary sponsor. and look, this is the thing. If you don't have a skill, now's the time. Get a skill. You can't show up somewhere without a skill. What can you do And you just don't do anything? People will say, "Hey, what's your? hand me your resume. You just hand them just a piece of paper with nothing on it. You just put your name a couple times on it in different fonts. You got your name printed, um, scripture, and then Helvec- Helvectica. You wing-danging your shit at the bottom. What do you have? You don't have a skill, my man. Skillshare is an online learning community for creators. Creators, With more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more, you'll discover countless ways to fuel your curiosity, creativity, and career. They have all kinds of classes, mobile photography, creative writing, illustration. You can learn all of that. You could become somebody who does social media for someone in a heartbeat. Just spend a little time, plant a little seed. Whether you're looking to discover a new passion, start a side hustle, or gain new professional skills, Skillshare is there to keep you learning, thriving, and reaching those new goals. Are you a freelancer? Try bookkeeping for freelancers. How to handle your finances. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering this past weekend listeners... Two months of unlimited access to countless classes, over 25,000. Go to Skillshare.com slash Theo Vaughn. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Theo Vaughn to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash Theo Vaughn. Want um, to give an update? Yeah, we uh, we did. we, we I want to thank everybody that came out in the past to the Lafayette show, the fundraiser. Um, we... Uh, we raised $10,000 that night for the Good Fight Foundation and for a couple single moms. We treated a couple single moms, um, helping them out. And, uh, and just wanted to say thank you to everybody that came out to that. Um, and also, we're going to get a, a bench for Billy Conforto. Y'all remember him and my friend. God damn, he was a beautiful guy. You know, he had arms like... Uh, He had arms like damn fucking, just like Italian antiques, bro. He had beautiful, my God, like his arms came over on a boat from damn Greece or somewhere. Somewhere really Italian. And he, uh, you know, and he was probably, he was probably this toughest gay male boxer in America. And the world even. I'd put him up against anybody. Who was the other guy? Tommy Gunn or whatever? not a chance boy Tommy Slingshot Billy Conforto would put that put that boy in the sand whoever he was I mean he uh, you know and we're gonna do a bench for him with the funds that we made from um, um from the t-shirts that we sold for him we're gonna do a bench over there in Laplace uh, maybe at a dog park or something cause he loved those animals and uh, and he's always in our hearts man I love you brother and I miss you, man. Um, gang. And we're going to release some... Uh, I'll put a... We got a video made. I'll put up on Patreon from uh, that Lafayette show. So you guys will be able to check that out. And uh, thank you to everybody who supports this past weekend. And that means you, whether you do it with your ears or... Um, or by uh, supporting our Patreon or just by... Um, or anything... Man, the support that has been a part of this podcast is one of the things I want to try and focus more on uh, in the rest of this coming year. And um, sometimes in my own life, you know, I've just gotten it. I mean, it's a blessing and a curse. You know, the because of the podcast and stand up, things getting so busy that it's been hard to focus sometimes on the things that uh, that mean the most to me, which is being a part of other people's lives. or, or being a part of a group, you know. And I was on stage this weekend, and and I just felt like uh, I just felt like, man, I'm just so lucky to be part of a group of people that are so loving. You know, the people that come out to the shows, man. Especially the, you know, to to our show, to my show, to the show, to when they come out, the the staff constantly say. Man, this is the nicest group of people we've had in a long time. And um and that's when I just realized that that's the most important that's what's just so important to me. And that's what makes me that's when I feel my best. Is, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of dandruff in the world, but but just focus for you know, when I'm focusing on the style, baby, when I'm focusing on that, when I'm focusing on that sweet Headpiece, and I'm not worried about that dirty dandruff. You know, there's a lot of dandruff uh, in the world, but I know. Um, but there's a lot of sugar too, and I feel better when I've got that sugar on my mind. And uh, yeah, and just you know, I just remember, you know, it just just thank you guys. I just, it's just nice to be reminded of uh, of what's important. And that is uh, each other, and um, and yeah, I just I'm just so glad to be here today, and I'm glad that um, that you are here, and that we haven't given up on each other, bro, gang. We got some calls that came in, man. Who knows what's gonna be in these dirty boxes? Uh, let's get to a couple right here. Here we go.
3: CEO Vaughn, if this is you, we're going to Toronto to see you for my fiance's birthday right on the 21st.
0: Oh, and thank you for that, brother. Toronto is beautiful. And Toronto the kind of place great posture. You see somebody, you barely see them cuz they're such a straight perpendicular, you know, a straight uh, vertical. People constantly there fall directly into potholes cuz they are so you know, if somebody has a hurt back or one of their arms out in a weird way, they hit a, they step in a pothole, they get caught. But with that Toronto posture, baby, whew, that's disappearance, son. Disappearing right into the dang birdbath of hell, baby, them potholes, them city holes. Gang, brother, onward.
3: And I have a question. Um, we actually saw you in California in July when I proposed, and she developed a crush on you. <laughs> And I'm worried that when we see you again for a real lengthy troop show, the Dark Arts Tour, that she's going to fall in love with you for real, for real hard. And, I mean, that's a privilege and an honor, but, I mean, I don't know how I'd handle that, so, if you can let me know. Anyways, we'll see you in Toronto on the 21st, Theo Vaughn. Take care.
0: Gang, brother, and look, I'm not responsible if your lady, get, you know. You show up, you know, you show up with a lady and she leaves and look, you know, and her, her breasts grow two sizes while she's at the show. That's a side effect of seeing Papa. What I'm going to do. You know, I can't help it if, you know, she you bring her to the show, y'all leave the show and suddenly she knows a couple new sexual tricks. You know, y'all go back to the room and she got a wig or something and she got that, you know, she's got on a four piece uh, outfit. With uh, you know, tassels and stuff over the crotch and all. Look, that's a side effect, baby. The dark arts—you got to be careful. If you—that's the thing. If you—if you're gonna go near a wishing well at night, don't be shocked if you wake up with a little something itching in your ass in the morning. You feel me, bro? Don't be shocked if you—you you know, your lady, w- w- you know, wakes up knowing how to uh you know, crochet a um a uh a pentagram. Do not be shocked. It's the Dark Arts tour, man. And it's still going. Dude, I think in September, October. In October, I believe it'll be two. This tour will be almost two years. We're far from there though. And there's only a few shows left. I keep saying that. But uh but yeah, bring your lady out. Come on out. And I'm excited to see you guys, and I'll do my best, brother, to not infiltrate. Um, I'll just infiltrate your heart, brother, and I'll stop right there. 985 664 9503 is the hotline, as always. Let's get to another call or two. Uh, here we go. Hey, Theo, it's Ramsey. Um, see- and what's up, Ramsey? And that's a name out of the Bible Ramsey or Egypt. And basically, Egypt was just the Bible on land, if you want to look at it like that. You know, the Middle East—they got a lot of sand Christians over there too. People think it's just Slims over there and um and brews, bro, but it ain't. They got a lot of SCs over there, baby. Them sand Christians, and that is uh that's your boy Ramses over there, hot off the Euphrates, dog, gang, son, onward. I was 16
1: I uh, or when I was 17 my mom passed away uh I didn't really I don't have a family I never met my dad or anything so I kind of
0: oh I'm sorry to hear that man I'm sorry to hear that uh that that happened to you at such a young age brother onward been on my own since then um
1: and over over that period of time I've been able to like uh uh, uh, you know, I've been I've been having some ups and downs, you know, um, just because of the instability. But here lately, man, things have been going all right. You know, I got a girlfriend that I love, and I've got friends around me, and it's great. It's great. Uh, but you know, that always gives me worry because my entire life I've been I've been dealing with uh, you know, an anxiety of something's about to go wrong. So yeah, I, I just wanted to know what your what your what your thought is on that. You know, uh. Um, uh, how to keep your mind from telling you everything's about to blow up. So just let me know, man. Uh, I appreciate you. Gang gang.
0: Gang, bro. Man, it's so funny that you that you called in. First of all, thank you for calling there, Ramsey's brother. Uh and it's so funny you call and ask about this because this has been on my mind recently. I've been realizing that I have you know in um you know, working and i work in. you know, I'm in, I don't work in, I'm in, you know, 12 step program and I always have to call my, you know, sponsor, or my friends and just ask them, is everything okay? Because I don't know, there's something inside of me that everything's not going to be okay all the time. And that's why I'm always having to do stuff because everything, nothing feels stable. And so my mind's always like, oh, you better, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this because something's not, you know. Um, so I would just, you know, what's helped me recently is for me, I don't know if this could be work for you, but for me, what has helped is just asking somebody on a regular basis, Hey, is everything's okay, right? And they just say, yeah, man, everything's okay. I say, okay, oh, cause I have this feeling like everything's not okay. And it's just been there my whole life. And sometimes I don't even realize it. I didn't even know that this thing was there. you know, but but I'm here to tell you man, I think a lot of that comes from just the like you're saying, the instability, just the uncertainty that things something's going to go wrong. For me, it's not that as much as something is going to go wrong, as much as it is that uh, that something has to be done, that something is wrong, something isn't done, something is not okay. And uh, and it's really an intense anxiety. It's one that's built down into us. It's like somebody had a treasure chest, but no treasure in it, just anxiety, and they put that bitch deep in us. And one thing that has helped me is is talking to my sponsor, talking to my friends, and and saying, "Hey, just tell me that everything's okay." You know, is everything okay? And they'll answer yes. Sometimes they even get frustrated with it, but. I need to hear it. I just need to hear it on a regular basis that everything is okay. Because I think as a child, just no one told me it was. You know, when everything felt wrong and everything felt messed up and... You know, no one ever said, hey, everything is okay. No one ever said it. Uh, And if you have children... Look, I don't have children. You know, I don't know what that's like, but I do know what it's like to to have been one and i think you know you know it just i think it helps them to hear that sometimes just for no reason at all just you know just hug your kid and just say hey you know everything is okay you know um you know you might not think it is or sometimes you may feel like things aren't but i'm just here to remind you that everything is you know i think if they have that voice bouncing around in them that's the sugar, baby. That's not the dander, if you feel me. Um, but thanks for that call, man. And keep your head up out there. And uh, gang, brother. Let's hit another call here. What's what, what we got popping off, bro? As always, the hotline, 985-664-9503. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and don't forget, hit the, the calls with when you... Uh, how did you practice kissing when you were young? Did you have, you know, did you, did you bag up your boy with that gender different uh, sandwich sack over his head? You know, you draw Melanie on the front of that bag and just go to town on your boy. What did you do? Did you practice on a pillow? Get your little oyster. How'd you do it, huh? Nine eight five six six four nine five zero. Three. Here we go. Hey, Theo. What's up? It's me,
3: Pat, man, from uh, Santa Cruz,
0: California. What's up, Pat? From Santa Cruz. Bro, imagine how cool it must be to grow up in a place like that. A place that have cruise in the name of it. Could you imagine that? A place that have cruise. Dude, I had some friends from a place called Big Branch. That was the name of the place. Big Branch. So you know what was happening around there, boy. Nothing. Onward.
3: I woke up this morning and uh, thought I was having a heart attack. And uh, basically uh, went to uh, the, uh, the emergency room and they told me I had scoliosis, man. Was I ever relieved to know that i wasn't numbing my chest because my chicken was bad it was uh basically uh born with scoliosis man it pinched a nerve and made me feel like i was gonna have a heart attack but i gotta tell you what man you make me laugh all the time caught you in comedy few months back and dude praise the lord deal all right man out
0: gang bro now scoliosis i'm look i'm glad you're well and you sound if you're well enough to leave a voicemail, you're doing all right. Dude, we had a uh, a guy when I was growing up, and in in college, he would get all high. I mean, and by he, I mean all of us. And we would smoke it all, bro. We'd smoke whatever. That's back when you... They didn't have as much weed. Now they got all kinds of different weed. You know, they got shit. Euthanasia is a strand. They got left leg. They got some shit, you know uh kill your cousin is a new strand like what is that uh, you know i'm trying to have a family reunion and everybody's got two ounces of kill your cuz this ain't gonna end well but this dude would get so high man he had one his mom had one of those throat things uh she couldn't talk or something or not talk but she'd done so many winstons that she blew her throat out so she had to have that little, uh, you know, that thing like the, um. she had to put that thing up to her throat. And he got so high that he would have to use that bitch. He couldn't talk. So he'd get his mom's little case, you know, when she was asleep, he'd get the case. And he'd bring that thing with him, that little safety case when we would smoke out. So we'd be blazed up, man. I mean, higher than the damn Chicago fire. And this dude, he'd be like, dog, let's hit the, uh, let's hit the Wendy's. That's the only thing he could use was that let's hit the Wendy's, papa. So we knew when he opened that case up that he was baked out. His Oreos was double stuffed, bruh. Uh Oh, man, I need a ride home. He would have to use that little electric thing, bruh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. But, uh, man, if you got scoliosis, how the hell did it take you so long to recognize it, Papa? That's a children's disease. And everybody remembers scoliosis, man. And everybody had a different, you know, remember school when you were young? You had to go to school. Because nobody trusted you were just maybe going to be smart. And... Like, every four years at school, they would take everybody into the cafeteria and take their shirts off. And I remember the first time I went, I was like, damn, this is some real German type of shit. But, um, and they would have you bend forward and show that little back beezy, baby, that backbone. You know, you'd have to frickin' hit that dolphin, bruh. And the lady would stand there. Miss Wascom or Miss Connaughton or Miss whoever, you know, Miss Barbara, she would stand right there. And she would take a marker, man. She would take a marker and just draw it straight down your back. Oh, he's good. This one checks out. You know, he's straight. He could go, you know, back to learning. And then they had like one group, I guess, if you had scoliosis, which I thought it sounded good. They're like, oh, we're going to see who has scoliosis. I'm like, oh, shit. I hope I got it, dude. I'm sharing a bedroom with my brother. You know, I'm ready for a life change. But but it wasn't. It was like your spine had that little hiccup. You know, your spine got a little wandery in the middle. That shit got a little Hansel, Hansel Gretel. You know, your spine kind of went missing on itself a little. You know, your spine kind of wandered off into the woods over there. By one of your, you know... Your spine kind of did a little detour around one of your lungs or something. Damn. And so they do everybody. And anybody had that little, uh you know, had that HOV lane on their backbone and couldn't, you know, hit that dolphin. They'd draw the little crook on their back with the marker and put them in that special area. I don't know what happened to those kids, man. And Daniel, dude, everybody knows Daniel, bro. He, I remember one time he took his shirt off and they had his spine and it had the damn, uh, it went in a damn pentagram. Like, well, like, well, that he ain't he couldn't be real healthy. So, but you know, Daniel, man, he's, I'm not shocked. He probably shifted his spine into that shape by himself, cause he's got he makes his own choices. Man, he made his own choices, but I'm glad that you, I mean, if you had a childhood disease this long, I'm glad you're getting on top of it. You might want to get also checked for them, uh, El Pollo Pox, baby, them chicken pox, and what else? Oh, getting a um, splinter. That's another thing kids hate. But I'm glad you're well, brother. Stay safe, man. I got to let you know that today's episode brought to you by Capterra. What if you could make your work take less work? Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? That's something you can do. Look at your job. See what it is. Do it in less time. Well, you can with Capterra. Capterra helps you find the right software for your needs fast. So you can get back to business even faster. Compare thousands of software options, read reviews, and instantly narrow your favorites. You'll have more time in no time. Find the right software right now at capterra.com theo. And guys, we want everybody to support the podcast. If you can, if you find an ad that fits you and it's something you need, would love for you to, uh, to be supportive. Captera is the leading free online resource to help you find the best software solution for your business. With over 1 million reviews of products from real software users discovering everything you need to make an informed decision search more than 700 specific categories of software everything from project management to email marketing to yoga studio management software and that kind of stuff i'm starting you know we we got a crew that's working over here now with this past weekend in king and the sting and so i need to get some help with the um time management and making sure everybody's timing is all clean and clear and what days they've worked. Captera C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash Theo for free today to find the tools to make an informed software decision for your business. C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash Theo. That's Capterra dot com slash Theo. Capterra, software selection Simplified. Let's get into another call here. Onward. It's your boy Anthony from OC. What's up, Ant? Down there in the OC, man. And um I bought a I I bought a uh I bought some cocaine from a guy down there one time, man. I don't know what happened to him. He did a little bit of pornography and he had every time I saw him he had very drastically um different haircuts. Onward. Waiting for you to hit up Bray and Proud though Just waiting. Let us know when you're gonna, we're gonna get
2: into that hitter. Quick question. I'll be trying to eat healthy and stuff. What are your thoughts on cauliflower Pizza and that Impossible Burger? I just wanna know what a,
0: what a guy like you has to say about those items. Yeah, thank you for this question there. And down there Beachside in the OC. Um, cauliflower pizza ain't shit, man. That's pizza. It could be anything on pizza. You're only getting four pieces of it, five pieces. You know, when I was young, they stacked it on there. What do you want on the pizza? Black olives? The pizza was so damn black, man, you didn't even know. You might find it in, you know, at a um at Essence Fest. You know they what you want on there sausages? Two thousand little sausages. Now you get a pizza. They got nine sausages. They set just far enough away from each other so that none of them infringing on the other one's territory. They're all in a safe space. It's like um, everybody gets the same little amount. It's like basically that Bernie. That's that Bernie Sanders style. Um. So I think if you want to eat healthy, you got to eat healthy. Get things that are living, man. Get you a little something. Get you a little, um, you know, uh, uh have a crab. Look at a look at a crab, bro. Look at a crab. The meat in that thing so fresh, so nasty, bro, so naughty. Imagine being a crab, dude, and all you want to do is hug somebody, but you got them dangerous ass arms. Imagine that. Imagine every night I bet a crab dreams of just having soft arms. Where he could touch a, you know, where he could, you know, stroke a woman's hair without giving her a crew cut or where he could, you know, you know, touch a breast without having to, you know, do a, um, an F.A.K., a first aid kit. You know, imagine that. Imagine a crab just wishing he had soft arms. And then he wakes up and every time he got those just cold hearted snakes, bruh, Them ice cold freaking clip digits. He's got just carpal tunnel 7,000 every single time. What was your question, man? I can't remember what you were asking about. Cauliflower pizza? Uh, Yeah, bruh, Get you something fresh. Get a greenery. Get a greenery item. Get a kale bunch. Get a uh, broccoli. Get a little, um, you know, a uh, uh, sweet potato. Get something for yourself that's good, that's fresh, man. You out here eating pizza, impossible burger. Burger is a nice thing to have. Maybe twice a week have you a burger. But the rest of the time, take care of yourself. Get some things in you. I'm having a dang Roar organic infused drink right now. Low electrolytes. Keep a lot of water in your body. It's easy stuff. Your body's 94% water. And you out here drinking damn, uh, you know, you out here drinking um, Code Reds, Mountain Dew. What? Get you some water. But yeah, you got to stay healthy, man. Get you some stuff that's good. What I like to do now, get me a Peppers. Get me a different Peppers. Peppers come in different colors. If you don't like certain color Peppers, they make other ones. Get a red, get a green, get an orange, get a yellow. Cat them bitches up. I freaking introduce them bitches to Japan, boy. I take a knife to them yachts. You know, I'll take that manscape trimmer to them bitches. And I put me some, cut, uh, some beef cuts in the skillet. And heat me up them BCs, baby. Throw them peppers in, let them things meet each other. You know, get that proverbial, that little skillet bang going. And then I serve them to myself, treat myself right. Gang. Let's take another call here. Uh, the hotline 985-664-9503. Onward. Oh, I gotta I gotta say, we we want to have an illegal uh, alien on the podcast. So if you have a friend who is an illegal alien in america illegally we're not trying to out them or get them in any trouble or anything like that we just want to just see what their life is like you know so i'm just real curious about what that existence is like here what it's like to just be that dl human you know not to be confused with dl Hughley. uh so if you have if you have somebody like that let us know now don't send us some phony you know some you know some BS, bro. We want somebody real. They got to speak good English, have a good personality, and um, and they came over here uh, illegal, illegal into Estados Unidos, and uh, and yeah, I'm just super curious about what that life is like. You know, just to be on that constant hide and seek, or if it's like that at all. So, gang brother, uh, here we go onward.
2: What up, Uh, Theo? Long-time listener. First-time caller. I've always wanted to say that. Big fan of your (laughs) show, man. And uh, you seem to revolve around solutions. That's kind of what I'm calling about, man. I could use a solution. Probably a little off-topic and a little random, but uh, I'm a zookeeper, man. I work with animals. I've been doing this for about 10 years. Wow.
0: Wow. Man, thank you for calling, man. That's crazy. You're like a Jumanji guy. Wow, boy. Oh, man. Thank you for calling Zookeeper. Onward. And uh,
2: I'm having a hard time finding a place I can stay. make a long story short, standards. standards. Uh, I think people got low standards, man. I've worked for roadside zoos. I've worked for big zoos. I've kind of done it all in between. Aquariums. <laughs> Trains for movies.
0: Oh, yeah. Aquarium in that wet zoo, bro. Gang.
2: Rehab, rescue.
0: Uh, but I have a hard time
2: finding a place with good standards.
0: Huh? Oh yeah, An- animal rehab, I can't even imagine that. You got a couple gophers in there on Dilaudid or something. You know, you got maybe, you might have a muskrat in there who's been scratting too much musk, you feel me? He was on them 80 milligram oxys, bro, the emojis, gang, onward.
2: You think it's a choice to take care of animals, and we got to make a choice to be right by them. And too often I think mistakes happen, and I just think some things need a little more structure, a little more rules. We need a little more, everybody just needs to tighten up. You know, these animals are at our mercy. And um, so I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm thinking about hanging it up. I'm thinking about uh, the only thing I've ever done is construction. Thinking about going back construction work. I just don't know what else to do. But I love my animals. I love working with them. And it's been a long time to get to where I am. And I'd hate to give it up, but I just, uh, I feel like I'm I'm losing myself. I feel like I'm. Settling with my own morals and my own conviction mm. just to fit in and get along, and I don't like that. that. Doesn't feel good. So again, I appreciate what you're doing, brother. Gang, gang,
0: gang, man. Wow. Wow, man. Dude, I would love for you to get the get the proper. Uh, you know, me and Brendan Shaw. He, uh, you know, he's from King and the Sting. You know him, and he's a decent man, and he has very. His hair is very nice. He has nice hair and he has a um jewelry and everything, but he and I almost invested in a zoo down there in Sinaloa, Sinaloa. But uh anyway, some shit went wrong, but I would love to see you have your own zoo and have you to have you see you be the example. You be the one that do that does it. Because that's really where, you know, change kind of comes from is that. It's like, yeah, nowadays everybody wants, you know, they had a special on television, Black Sheep, not Black Sheep, but Black Dolphin. And they had a killer whale down there in, um down near San Diego. And I guess they had a Black Dolphin as well, and I guess it was, I don't know if it was about slavery. I don't know what it was about, dude. You got to watch it, but... Everybody's like, oh, they're treating animals bad and they're treating animals like this. Look. It's hard to treat an animal great, I think, especially with all the laws and everything. You know, everything keeps getting haywire. Some lady, you know, some lady's little son falls in a damn zoo cage and then they file the lawsuit. Well, what's your son doing in there? How about that? So the lawyering and all the legalities ruin a lot of things, brother. But that's when somebody comes along and says, I'm going to do this the right way. Um, And that could be you. You know, you could have Terrence's little magical zoo at the, uh, you know, it could be zoo and ice cream or something. You know, pet you a koala and get a rocky road. You know what I'm saying? Tickle a real Elmo and then get you that mint chocolate chimpanzee. You could have, you know, you could you could mix and match. So I think there's an opportunity there for for you to then do something special whenever the. You know, it's tough though. Sometimes also when your art or something you really enjoy when it becomes a job. At a certain point, it does burn you out. It burns you out, man. There's a there's such a balance to everything, isn't there? Man, it's when the art becomes such a job, it's, it can get burn. It can burn you down. You know, I feel exhausted sometimes from uh, you know work got so busy that sometimes I feel exhausted. You know, sometimes I feel well. I-, I need my passion back. You get caught up too much in the X's and the O's, and you forget the smell of the grass. You know. Um, and that's how I think we, you know, you have to, you have to find a way to represent it to yourself or get you a little animal, get you a lemur, bro. Get you a little marmoset, get you a something, dude, get you six caterpillars and, and do something, you know, get nine crickets and train them bitches to do a stunt, you know, get a circus mouse, dog, one quality mouse with a jingle bell on his neck, <sighs> And you out there green-miling, baby boy. And you know what I'm saying? Dude, they used to have a cat circus that parked around here. My ex-girlfriend was always showing me on the YouTube. A cat circus. And two of them, they finally went on Jimmy Kimmel and didn't do shit and they got fired. But they had nine cats living in a purple van. Doing nothing. You know, and so anything's possible. But I feel you, man, when it's... Maybe you just have to step away, maybe get you one animal and hit the road with it. You know? Marcus's special uh, Marcus and his special beagle. You know, the supernatural uh, the supernatural aardvark. And you know what I'm saying with, with social media these days, you could advertise in a lot of special ways. People are doing everything. You could go sleep with the um sloth. They got sloth sleeping. They got sloth sleeping over there. And all your valuables are safe cuz it'll take that thing about 8 hours to steal your phone cuz it's so slow. But you could sleep with a sloth. You go up in there and they got this little cubicle, you and your buddy in there. And y'all could sleep with a sloth if you want for 200 over there outside of Portland. But there's a lot of different opportunities, man. A lot of ways to 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 make animalia more comfortable and I think a lot of these things are going to change man go to Texas you, dude, you you meet the right neighbor they'll have a damn tiger in Texas they'll have two white tigers out there there's a lot of different stuff going on but good luck out there daddy uh, and if anybody has any suggestion for the zookeeper too how to how to stay in the animal game even if you're you know you're kind of quacked out Hit the hotline, 985-664-9503. And if you're quacked out of anything, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you up with your own licensed professional therapist. You know, I've talked about it on here. If you need therapy, you need help, then BetterHelp is a great place to do it. Um, It's a place where, you know, sometimes learning to talk to someone and get some help for your brain and get back into your body, it's hard. It's hard at first. It's hard to get the practice. It's hard to just do it. BetterHelp is a great way to experience professional help. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available. You can log in your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. It's committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so BetterHelp makes it easy and free to change counselors if needed. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Theo. That's Better com slash Theo. And join the over half of a million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And our special offer for this past weekend, listeners, 10% off your first month. Your first month, not your first visit, your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Theo. You can FaceTime with the counselor. You can just, um, you can talk on the phone. You could talk regularly. You could text. Um, It's a great way to experience uh, just checking in with yourself and checking in with somebody else to check in with yourself. Uh, Let's get another call here. Here we go. Thank you for supporting. And also, we got this Rat King hitter. I'm wearing it right now. We got a lot of neat stuff out there Rat King uh, t shirt that I really love that my brother wears a lot. I see him wearing on Facebook and. Really means a lot to me that he wears, and I know he—I mean, because he's businessman, and and uh—and it's the year of the rat, baby. You know, I'm making that comeback. All these clams, dude. I'll see him in the chowder, baby. I was raised kissing oysters, son. Let's go.
3: Yo, Theo. This is Austin. I need some advice. Every time me and my girl order takeout, she finds something wrong with her food. Whether it's a hair or something doesn't look right. And she ends up making me take it back.
1: So.
0: Oh. Yo, here's a. uh -uh. Uh-uh. Dude, you got to send. Let's hear more.
3: Should I just not feed her? Let her eat my scraps? Or do I just eat too fast and miss? All the stuff
0: that's in my food. Man, look, I think there's nothing I can't stand more than somebody that sends their food back all the time. Unless that thing came with, you know, I say two hairs or more. One hair, I'll have it. But a sideburn, I'm sending that bitch back. You know, Latondra got one of them Rapunzel braids in there, I'm sending that bitch back. But one hair, two hair, red hair, blue hair, you know, somebody drop half an Antifa wig in that thing. I'll still have it. I'll still have it. You know, life is life. Things are going to happen. But the, if you have somebody that's sending food back. I'm just saying, how will they one day just send you back? Maybe she finds a hair on your shoulder. Maybe she finds an ingrown hair. Whose is this? Huh? They're like that's mine. Whatever, I'm out. So you gotta think about you gotta think about that, man. I can't stand that. For me, that's a buzzkill. If it happens once in a while to the service is bad or something, yeah, I could see raising hell. I went over to a pizza place, man, I swear. If I'd have had a beretta on me, bro, I'd have popped off in that match. The guy was a complete asshole in there. But I let the world do justice to him. I don't need to do all that. But if you got an incel like that living in your place, bro, and sending back decent pies because maybe one of the pepperonis looks like it's winking at her or something, or somebody carved a Jesus Christ into the cheese or something, gee, gee, burst, bucko. You better than that, bro. But good luck out there, man. That's all I got for you, dude. I got to be honest with you, gang. What's up, Theo? Um, this is Max Frost calling in
3: from Sydney, Australia.
0: Oh, Max Frost from Australia. Thank you for calling, man. And, um, and after all that fire, you guys could use Max Frost. I mean, you're exactly the solution over there, I bet, man. I hope everybody's doing well. It's crazy, like, you know, we see a million pictures of koalas, you know, starving and, uh, using water and stuff, and then suddenly, whew, it's off the radar, but, um... But just letting you know, man. Thinking of you. Hope you guys are doing well, gang. Onward.
3: Um, obviously, I'm not from Sydney, Australia.
0: Uh, I'm actually from Texas. I'm down here right now doing some shows. Oh, you just a visitor. That's called a visitor, buddy. Onward.
3: One of the reason I'm calling, man, is um, I'm down here and living my life. You know, I make music and down here playing shows and have a show tonight. That I guess was good, but I guess I just kind of called in to say, like, I don't know, there's something about that voice you talk about where you say, like, whenever you get off stage, it, it feels like your brain won't allow you to accept that you did a good job. There's just something about that I really relate to, man, and that I fucking, I wish I could solve, you know? I hate showing up to do what I came to do and then getting off stage and feeling like, like, even though I did it, it's like I, I can't allow myself to appreciate that it's happening, mm. which is stupid. Shit, man. That's it. Hope you're good, bro. Gang, gang.
0: Gang, bro. Thank you for calling, man. Um. Yeah, man. Wow, bro. Okay. Yeah, it's, you know, one of the reasons, I mean, I've done it my whole life, man, nothing. You know, I'll never be good enough for me, man. And I don't know how that happened to me. I don't know how that, you know, I don't know how that got inside of me. But, man, that's a devilish thing to end up inside of you. And I'm not saying that to have any self-pity. You know, I'm, I'm at the age now I'm able to recognize it and I can do things to help myself. But, but um, you know, it gets hard on the, on, on the podcast sometimes because it's hard for me to reflect on myself without sounding like a crybaby a lot. You know, I don't want to have self-pity. Um but I do want to be able to share what I share things, share something if I can, you know um but no man it's it's crazy that I'll, that uh isn't that crazy that somehow we will never be enough for ourselves Man, it's such a it's such a handicap, isn't it? it's such a and it's not true, it's not even real. I don't know how that engine gets started inside of us. trying to think about it and feel about it right now. Why am I never enough for myself? You know, I will never be enough for myself. Why? Why, why, why am I never enough for myself, man? I'm just trying to feel, I'm trying to, sometimes I can almost feel an answer like inside of me, but I don't know what the words are because the feeling hasn't met with my brain exactly. So I'm just trying to feel this out, you know, why? Yeah, how nice it would be to have something inside of myself that's like, hey, you man, great job. Hey, you did great. Hey, you should be proud of yourself. Hey, you should. Hey, man, way to go! Um, because when you think about it from the out from an outsider's perspective, how how sad that somebody's walking around they will never be enough for themselves. That their best will never make them feel good. It doesn't sound like that. It sounds like there is something off there because it's not real. It doesn't factually check out. You know, sometimes I think some of that is the there's to- the to- is the toil of being an artist. You know, there's something inside of people that want to do art or that you I think you want some of that because it drives you. It makes you adjust and change. It makes you it makes you keep pressuring to create something good. You know, you don't want to just play some garbage and be like, "Oh, that's great." But I think sometimes for myself, that voice is a—it's in a—it's everywhere in me that I'm never going to be enough. You know, I got the legs of a senior. You ever seen a senior citizen drop their towel on accident, and you see their legs? That's what I have though. I have like one, those type of legs. But if that man was like a striker and like a like had like was but strong, I have like strong dropped towel senior citizen legs. <laughs> Uh, but it's always, everything I see about myself, it's never enough. It's never good enough. Um, and I don't know if, no, I don't think anyone ever told me that I was bad. I think just nobody ever told me that I was okay, that everything was, that it was enough, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man, you're, yeah, that's good, you know? Okay, that's, you've been... You know, and those are things that happen when we're young. It has to happen when we're young. But when we get old, you know, we can start to plant some different seeds, man, to bring this back here. You know, and we can start to do it. We can start to recognize it. You know, and I'm glad you called about this because I think it'll just make me think when I get off stage or when I get done with this, when I get done with my work day. Anybody out there. If you're driving FedEx or you making a, you know, you doing beef scallions or whatever. you a butcher. You a barber. You doing sideburns. Are you doing siding? Construction. It's yes. Yeah, like when you get done, it's just like, you know, I did good. To remind ourselves we, you know, that we did good. If we did if we did try, if we did try our best, you know. Um Yeah, I don't know, man. It's really interesting though. It's really interesting why Somehow we're never enough for ourselves, man. And I think that's like the core of whatever it is. If we could solve that in humans. And some of that's always going to be there. Because there's this, you know, that's why people look for a higher power. That's why people seek. That's why people travel. That's why people, you know, start families. Because they, uh, they want to fill in because in the end humanity being human it's it's a it's just it's a journey of finding more at least i hope it is for people maybe some people are just perfectly happy and they're already you know they were born on the pinnacle of peace but i think for a lot of us it's trying to find out what's going on how do we what do i do what can i do to feel more, to find more, to achieve, to try to. What is here, in this world, on the outside and on the inside? You know. Where's the Mount Everest? You know, out here, outside of me, and where's the Mount Everest inside of me? Where's the, where can I go in here? 'Cause man, it gets wild inside of us. It's deep in there, and it's high, and it's far. So I think some of that's just the toil of being an artist, man. And I think some of it is, um, it's a journey that we're on. You know, and some of it is that we're too hard on ourselves. And that we're doing okay. You know, the best thing I sometimes I can say for myself is always just that I tried my best. Uh, But yeah, it's good, man. I want to think about that more for myself. And not think about it. I just want to start to behave like it. Hey, man, you did a good job. Uh, oftentimes, I don't want to do it because I don't want people to think that I'm full of myself. It's I think sometimes it comes back to I'm worried so much about what other people will think, maybe. I don't want people to think that I'm so full of myself. But thank you for that call, man. And thank you for that question. And keep on playing the hits, man. Um, we got a Patreon question that came, on, that came in. Uh... Tony, T O N I. Could be Tony, could be Tony. Favorite TV show currently? I really love The Pharmacist on Netflix. And I want to see about maybe having that gentleman come in as a guest. Uh, it's really a great show. I really love Live PD. And if you haven't seen Live PD, man, it's great. It's like Cops. Cops actually is really good too. Uh, it's just like New Cops. I like Flint Town on netflix i like uh what else um jim gaffigan's was on he has a special on amazon that's really good uh and those are things i guess that i'm currently watching there's a new dateline too that's crazy good about two some people that have two children that people that they can't find yet it's in idaho that shit is good and i don't want more people to die in the world but we need some more Datelines, boy. Um, speaking of Idaho, here's one. Are California kids that bad? Does Idaho need to build a wall? And that's from Kim Chickens from Patreon. Um, You know, I don't think California kids are bad, man. There's, there's bad people everywhere. You know, there's a lot of great people in California. There's a lot of wonderful people. I think the taxes are way too high. I think that they are too, I think that it's, too idealistic i think the ideas of a perfect humanity are starting to collide with the realities that we can't do all of this we don't or we just aren't you know it's like i mean the parks are getting busier i was just looking at a park yesterday i was going to look for a park to just chill out and and i went to a park and i'm like man this isn't even a place you can relax anymore you know, this this is this you know, there's a lot of people who are, you know, you know, I don't want to just say homeless, but not well and people that are doing drugs and and I know some of those people are my people. I get it, bro. You know. They're rats like me, you know. But it made me scared to just want to take a nap in the park because I don't want to get killed during a sleeping. So um so I think you have some of that shit. I think you got more of a soft batch overall. You know, and I put that up. You go SEC against the Pac Ten, dude, Pac twelve, Pac 20, pack it up as much as you want. They'll never take the SEC, man. Um but I just think some of its city living is different. So I think maybe Los Angeles is uh it's just a tough place, it seems like to raise kids, to have you know, every every street is a busy street. There's no space for a child's imagination, I don't feel like. You know, a child needs to be able to look out at some space and be like, oh, what could happen here? Um, so it's probably a great place to, like raise an accountant. But is it a great place to raise somebody with a wild imagination? I don't know. I don't think it would be my ideal place, gang. Um... Let's take... Uh, I think we did good today. I think we did good. Oh, Well, here's one right here, actually. One more Patreon. From Cigar Ja, J-H-A. Theo, what's the best part about spring? Gang, gang. Mm. I think the best part about spring is it's just kind of a reminder of what every day is. You know, every day is a new chance. It's that... You know, every day is a silver medal, you know, every day is saying, hey, if you didn't, if it didn't happen yesterday, if you didn't do it right, if you didn't do it as well as you wanted to, it's really a real soft way of saying, here's another opportunity. You know, here's another shot today. And it really, the way that the the world even presents a day to you is really so beautiful, you know, slow sunrise, the light slowly gathers. Wouldn't it be crazy if just, bam, they cut it on it was fluorescent as fuck? It just felt like an ICU or something. Just That would be so drastic. But the way that nature says, hey, I'm here, you're here, let's see what we could do. The way that nature does that with just a day, I think is beautiful. And spring, I think, is like that. Um, and I do think there's some value to live in a place that where you have four seasons. Because you re- you remember that you're part of earth. You're part of this. You're part of life. Whereas sometimes in California, it's just the same day forever. It just never ends, man. Um, so I think the best part about spring is just is a chance to put something new in the ground, you know. To try something different. You know, it's crazy. All the things sometimes that I feel like, I've recently have been feeling that the things that I... It's crazy. Somehow the things that I fear the most are sometimes recently the things that are starting to tempt me the most. Like, what if I just did those things? You know, what if I just got me a house or got me a wife or got me a... Or not got me one. You got to really have love and everything. But, you know got me a dog what if I did all those things I don't know I, I don't want to let my life just pass by and me just being in this fear state or this place of indecision sometimes I feel like the best feelings I could have are right on the other side of my fears you know and that's wild man that's wild but what do I know dude I don't know anything and that <laughs> that is the fact i'm gonna probably call better help um look i love you guys and i appreciate you and uh and thank you for being a part of this past weekend um and we do have exciting plans to do some unique things for people this year and be a part of people's lives and uh and just i'm just excited to remind myself to get back to what i think is important sometimes and what is unique sometimes this podcast about this podcast is that it's a group effort and that we're doing something um, not alone. And that to me feels good, man. And that's that's the sugar, bro. That's the sugar, man. We'll finish out here with this hit again from uh, Tiny Sand who sent it in. And that magical man from the ether. What is he? We don't know. He could be a puff of smoke. He could be a ninja. He could be a czar. He could be a marsupial. He could be a plate, one of the tectonics underneath us. We don't know. He who knows, man. But he makes sweet music more than words, man. I'm out of words. You guys be good to yourselves. You deserve it. Gang.
3: <laughs>